the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to Cornerstone Radio with Pastor John, Pastor Ed, and Blaine Nurse, where they encourage you to think big and act bigger. Along with your help, Cornerstone Transitional Housing is here to break the cycle of homelessness in the greater San Diego area, restore hope, and help men and women regain control of their lives. As long as poverty, injustice, and inequality persist, none of us can truly rest. Now, here are your hosts of Cornerstone Radio, Pastor John, Pastor Ed, and Blaine Nurse on K-Praise. Good evening and welcome to Cornerstone Radio. I'm Pastor John Simon. I'm along with uh, Ed Brody, Pastor Ed Brody, and Blaine Nurse from Cornerstone Transitional Housing. If this is your first time you ever joined us at Cornerstone Radio, our mission is to break the cycle of homelessness and to help men and women gain control of their lives. You know, guys, it's good to have every one of you guys here today. You're all looking good and feeling healthy, I hope. And, you know, we're going to start the show off. And um, the topic of the show is, Are You a Good Servant of Christ Jesus? So um, I know that I, I got a couple scriptures, and I know, Ed, you got some that you're going to be talking about in Blaine. So I'm going to start us out, how to be a good servant. Um, I know in Timothy, uh, 1 Timothy 4.8, says to train yourself to be godly. And I'm going to read you out of Romans 12.2 to teach us how to be godly, okay? So if, I'm going to start in Romans 2, 12, chapter, two, uh, chapter 12, verse 2. Don't copy the behavior and the custom of this world, but let God transform you into a new person by changing the way you think. Then you will know that God, you will know that God's will for you, which is good and pleasing and perfect. You know, guys, um, I knew I had to step back and let God work through me. And I had to retrain my mind, too, to get myself back onto on to what God wanted to lead me and to lead through the word of God. So um, I know what the promise of the benefits. It says also there is this in First uh, Timothy four eight, which I'll finish up. There are promising benefits in this life and the life to come. I like that the life to come. That's what we're working for. Amen. Is you know um, I know we're here to do what we got to do for the Lord and to get the message out, and that's being a good servant is spreading the good news. But you know what? It's not only affecting us in this life, but it's going to affect what it's going to be for us in our next life. And that's what being in, in the kingdom. So, um, I, but then it goes on to say to work hard at it. You got to work hard at it. It didn't say, you know, God said it was going to come easy. It's going to work hard. Didn't uh, Jesus say that to disciples about it? It's <laughs> you, you're going to get persecuted more than what you're going to get um, of honor. So it's nothing to get anything glory to us. It's all about working for the kingdom of God. So what it is, it says, I'm going to be reading of, um, Romans, uh, excuse me, um, Romans 8, uh, 12, 11, and it says here, it says, never be lazy, but work hard and serve the Lord with enthusiasm. So be energetic about what you're saying. You know, God, I know we have days that <clears throat> it brings us down and we have bad days, 
But I really think it's really never a bad day if, unless you're not breathing, right? So, and, but, and then again, it could be a good day because now you're off this world and you're in your next world with the Lord. So, but I got some here that I can read too, and it's out of Romans 8. But I'm going to say here, um, it says, there will be a continual struggle. This is not out of Romans 8. This is um, out of um, um, Timothy, if I believe right. There will be a continuing struggle, but we have a helper, and that is the Holy Spirit to help us. So we're never alone in doing this. We're always with the, um, with the helper, and that is the Holy Spirit that God sent to us. So I'm going to read out of, if I may, out of 11, excuse me, out of uh, 811, just to clarify that. And it says, and here it is out of Romans 811. And excuse me, I'm trying to get to it. And here we it says, the Spirit of God who raised Jesus from, um, from, uh, raised Jesus from the dead lives in you. And just as God raised Jesus from the dead, he will give you life to your mortal bodies by the same Spirit living within you. So I'm just showing you that the Holy Spirit is in you and that he is working and working through you. So, you know, because a lot of people say, I just don't feel the Holy Spirit, but um, he's there. I think we got to train ourselves too uh, to let him work through us and let him speak to us. So, yeah, I did. I have just a comment on something you said. Mm-hmm. I, I heard it once said that the, <clears throat> our purpose here on earth is to practice for when we get to heaven. <laughs> so I think that's a good way of putting it. I love it. And you know, it brings me back into, and I want to uh, let people know too. Um, they always say, I always knew that I had a study in the Bible. If you want to know God, you need to read your word, and you need to hear what he needs to say to you. God doesn't just come up with an audible voice and tells you what to do. You get to, you get to hear him through the word, and the word teaches you. So I'm going to read something out of Joshua 1.8 to back this up, okay? And it's um, Joshua 1.8, and it says, Study this book of instruction continually. He's talking about the Bible. Meditate on it day and night so that you will be sure to obey everything written in it. And it says, and, and it says only then will you prosper and succeed in all you do. So, again, people say, I just need to read out the New Testament. No, 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 no. Go back to your Old Testament. There's so many prime examples yeah. to learn from, and plus, it. Um, I liked it. It's it's a it's a great books. You know, there's great books in there. So um, it's so that is right there is studying the word and it says to do it continuously. So um, and I love this one. Number three, I had run down is throw yourself in tasks, and that's in um, Timothy First uh, Timothy four fifteen. And I want to read that for you guys real quick there, too. Um, just get that. In 4.15, it says, Throw yourself into your task so that everyone will see your progress. You know, that's what it is. You know, I know what people would have said to, now if they seen me back when they seen me, at, you know, after high school and that. They said, you're not the same John that I used to know. Right. And it isn't me. It's, you know, it's God. God lives in me. And you know what? My, my, my way of thinking changed. The way I, I lived changed. And I'm, I'm letting you folks know that if God did it through me, he can definitely do it through you. And, you know, it says to be, um, and in uh, Timothy uh, 4.12, it says to be examples to all believers in what you say and in the way you live. That's another thing that we need to do. And it says um, in, Tim- in Timothy 4.16, uh, excuse me, that was uh, Timothy 4.12 I just read. And in 4.16 it says, throw yourself into all your tasks, keeping a close watch on how you live and, and on your teachings. 
and focus on reading the scriptures and to encourage all believers to teach them. And that was in First Timothy 4.13. Mm-hmm. So we have an obligation to do. It's not to just take the word and hold the word in. It's just let people know about that. Ed, I know that you have something in line that goes along with uh, what I've been saying. Yes. So, And, in fact, you gave a good segue into what I'm going to be talking about. I'm going to be in Ephesians if you want to turn there now and look. But one of the things when we talk about being a good servant, we think about ministry, uh, like our, our dealing with the homeless and those kinds of things. But if you go to Scripture, you find out being a good servant means in everything you do, at home, at uh, um you know, church uh, at church, uh, different kind of gatherings, sports events, but also at work. And work seems to be the hardest one to maintain that attitude of a servant, because we tend to allow, we tend to kind of separate our work from from uh, church and stuff. You go to work, that's one life. You go to church, that's another life. Yeah. The truth is, they're both the same life. That's right. You both fall under the same rules. And uh, I'm going to read uh, from Ephesians 6, 5. Now, I'm going to change the wording a little bit, and I'm telling you up front, because the uh, the wording here, and then there's a number of other scriptures, too. Uh, John, uh, Blaine's going to be in Colossians. Well, in Colossians, it has almost the same wording, but uh, and in First uh, uh, Timothy, Titus, First Peter, they... They all talk about this same thing. Now, what they're talking about here is slaves and masters. But this can be converted over to employee-employer. And I'm going to write, read Ephesians to you, and I'm going to substitute slaves and masters for employee-employer. Okay. So you know where, where it's coming from here. It said, employee, obey your earthly employer. With deep respect and fear, serve them sincerely as you would serve Christ. Now, on the job, I'm sure you don't have the same work conditions that slaves and masters had, or the, uh, the slaves had, but it says to serve uh, wholeheartedly, to serve as you were serving with Christ. And uh, so it's going to be a lot easier for us who are working and not slaves. Anyway, let me go on, Ephesians 6, 6. Uh, try to please them all the time, not just when they're watching you. As disciples of Christ, uh, do the will of God with all your heart. Now, I like this next one because it's part of my life uh, scripture. It says, work with enthusiasm as though you were working for the Lord rather than for people. Verse eight: remember that the Lord will reward each one of you for the good we do, whether we are slaves or free. Employer, treat your employees in the same way. Don't threaten them. Remember, you both have the same master in heaven, and he has no favorites. Now, the first response, uh, you don't know the guy I'm working for. So let me just take a verse out of First Peter. First Peter 18, or 2.18 says, Who are the employees? Uh, you who are employees must submit to your employee with all respect. Do what they tell you, not only if they are kind and reasonable, but even if they're cruel. So the thing you have to remember, even on the job, you're serving Christ. And you may have somebody over you that doesn't treat you right, or you say, no, that's not fair. 
it's a favorite statement for most people. That's not fair. Well, you're not serving them. You're not working for them. You're working for Christ. Uh And he's telling you you need to accept those conditions. Now, in today, think about the slave and the master. The the slave had no choice. He had to live under it. But on the job, we have some... uh, Recourse if we feel you're mistreated. Do they have the the, uh, human resource departments and on the larger companies? And, uh, you know, there's just a lot of things you can do, one of which is quit the job if you're not like it and go somewhere else. But you have options where the slaves didn't. And yet think about the slaves having to put up with a cruel master. So you as a free person, free agent for Jesus Christ, can you put up with someone that you don't like or someone that you feel is mistreating you? Scripture says you need to do it. Huh. You need to do it. And I'm not even going to get into the forgiveness part of all this, but all right. but God called you to be there. Now, <clears throat> Mark 10.45 is another one of scriptures that I use for my uh, uh, my life scripture. And it says, and I'm going to change a word here too, because we know that only Jesus could do, could provide the ransom. So I'm going to re- change the word to sacrifice. But here's what it says: For even the Son of Man did not come to be served, but to serve and to give His life as a sacrifice for many. So as a servant of Christ, we have to expect that we're going to have to face some sacrifices. Um, whether it's on the job or whether it's at home. <clears throat> uh, but as a servant, that's what you can expect, to make sacrifices, mm. not just for yourself, but for others, for your family. Uh, it just it becomes not only a, a, a life of servitude to Christ, but it also becomes a life of sacrifice for those who Christ has called into your life. So it's a completely different picture than what most of us have. And I have to admit, when I was younger, I was pretty much a rebel. I'm, I was very fortunate that I kept my job because I should have been fired. I could name at least five times I should have been fired. That's all? And, <laughs> yeah. That was bad enough. I mean, when you, I, I, someday I'll tell you all this stuff. <laughs> but it's... Uh, but, well, it was bad enough that I ran into a friend of mine at his funeral. I was doing the funeral, and he came in, and I had worked with him in the communication industry. And uh, he asked what I was doing there, and I told him, I said, I'm doing the funeral. And he says, you got saved? I said, yeah. He said, man, if you got saved, anybody can. <laughs> so I'm, I'm getting off track here. But but the point is, our life should reflect Jesus Christ, whether we're at home, whether we're at sports events, or whether we're on the job. Yes. And that's where it gets tough is on the job. But that's what you're called to do. And if I may add in that, um, that's that's what it is. It's um, do you really take your the, the scripture seriously and do you take your, your um, walk with God seriously? Because, you know, um, the old saying was that you go to church, you be good. I'm saved through that way. So the rest of the week I can act all any way I really want to. Or do you really take that home and you really put it to heart? You get transformed, and and the Holy Spirit works in you, and you know you can't do the old things because it's called conviction. <laughs> yeah. You get that conviction, and I tell you, you don't and you um, and that's a good thing. 
and to keep you on track. So, yep. and you know, when you were talking about the slaves and the master, you know, when they're writing writing this in the book, you know what they they know about slaves and master because they were slaves a lot of times because they were always, you know, they get themselves built up. God would take them out of that, get their own place, and what happened? Yeah. They would start sinning again, and God would pull, yeah. you know. So well, the whole book of Philemon is about a slave by the name of Almanus. Yes, and uh, and Philemon was his master, and mm-hmm. Paul writes a letter as mm-hmm. he returns. I'm, I'm not saying this right, Onimus, to uh, to his master. Right. And if you go through and read that, you see the same thing here. Now Paul's playing a little politics over there too. I got, you got to admit. <laughs> Uh, some people say it doesn't sound like Paul because Paul was usually pretty blunt, but uh, he plays a little politics to get them back together. And he says basically the same thing it says here. Mm-hmm. He, You are now, in spite of the fact you're master and you're slave, you're brothers in Christ, and that supersedes everything else. Amen. I totally agree with that. And that's what it is. You know, um, when we look at people and we see them sinning, it's not them who's sinning. It's they're in the world, and who has control of the world is Satan, right? Yep, and right. he's had that ever since he took it away from Adam. Adam had control. He gave it up to who? Satan. So it's, you know, when we look at people like that, they don't know what they're doing. You know, it kind of reminds you what, what Christ said on the cross, forgive them for they know not what they do. Yeah, uh, and so we got to look at our brothers and sisters the same way with loving and caring. And that's why Jesus was preaching that be loving, caring, because they do not know what they're doing. And, and, and so unless I guess if you've been trained and you <laughs> went astray and, and then you let the word go out, but, um, Blaine, I know that you're coming, Ed, it was, um, are you good I'm, with I'm, everything? I'm good with that. I'm sorry. Moving on that. to Blaine. <laughs> Moving on with Blaine. So thanks guys. Yeah, I know it's hard to be quiet. You know, the three of us love this word of God. Um, but I get to share on what they've, they've spoke about and, I'm going to be reading out of Colossians. Uh, this this scripture to me, uh, it means a lot. It means a lot, and it just follows up on everything you guys said. And really with our title, um, Are You a Servant of God, of Christ? And as you guys were explaining, there are so many ways to serve. I mean, there is everything we do in life. And Ed, Pastor Ed, you are right. It's tough to serve. Um uh, it's tough to, to be that witness that we're called to be at work, but that's where they need to see it. Yeah. You know, like they saw you. It's like, wow, why is this this person different? But I am going to put uh, a scripture in front of a scripture. I'm going to be reading out of Colossians, and I'm going to put 323 and 24 in front of 312 um, through 17. But here it is. I'm going to read to you Colossians 323. And you guys, this is it. This is it. It says, and whatever you do, do it heartily as the as unto the unto God, and and the Lord. Oh, I blew that, you guys. Sorry about that. <laughs> read it again. I'll read it again. And whatever you do, do it heartily as to the Lord, and not to men, knowing that from the Lord you will receive the reward of your inheritance. So. Um, you know, God's going to reward these things. We, we don't go out and help the homeless, um, get them some food and clothing and water um, to get a pat on our back. That's right. You know, we're, that's one way that we get to serve God. Amen. We're serving the Lord. And, and, and it's not a calling for everybody. But you know what, folks, brothers and sisters in Christ, you have gifts that we don't. Everybody's got a different gift. Um, we can't walk in each other's shoes. Um, you don't want to walk in mine, and I don't want to walk in yours. 
But whatever God calls you to do, do it wholeheartedly as to him, not to men. And then I'm going to backtrack um, earlier in this chapter, chapter 312. It's a therefore. So as, as folks, as we're out serving, as we're just loving God, as we're praising him, as we're being used by God, we've got a therefore. And here it goes. It's, uh, it's, it's, it's still in the book of Colossians, chapter 3, verse 12. Therefore, as the elect of God, holy and beloved, put on tender mercies, kindness, humility, meekness, long-suffering, bearing with one another, and as you guys said earlier, and forgiving one another. If any one of you um, has a complaint against another, even Christ forgave you, so you also must do. But above all things... Put on love, which is the bond of perfection, and let the peace of God rule in your hearts, to which also you were called in one body, and be thankful. And I'm going to stop there, you guys, because mm-hmm. there's so much to be said in that area. But the bottom line is, is, is we know with Paul, Paul spoke and spoke faith, hope, and love, but the greatest is love. So as we're serving, we're serving God from a pure heart, and it's the love that we have for him and it's that love that gives us the strength, guys. It, mm-hmm. it gives us the, the power, the energy to forgive, to go out and love, to serve. And when we do, folks, he receives the glory, man. Um, yeah. we, we, we learned, um, John, when you were talking about the vine and the branches in John 15, mm-hmm. um, he is the vine, we are the branches. In and of ourselves, guys, we, it says we can accomplish nothing, you know, zero. But we are the body of Christ, folks. Just as we just spoke about, we are the body of Christ. We are one body, and by his power and by his love, um, this world, this world is seeing it. You know, this world's seeing it. We know that even in our own little realm with the homeless and our families, and um, there's always something going on in our lives, and it's good to be compassionate. Jesus had compassion for the multitudes. But one of the things I'm sure the three of us and, and probably most of our audience out there is the power is in this word. Like you spoke about, John, we have got to be in this word, um, and God will strengthen us through his word. We learn more about him because as we call ourselves Christians, um, little Christ, we want to be more like Jesus. And you know what, John, as you mentioned about the New Testament, the Old Testament's full of Jesus. The Old Testament speaks of Jesus. It's about Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. As we know, even in the book of Revelation, it's speaking of Jesus. And so, um, read it all, folks. Hopefully we encouraged you tonight. Um, you know, we've been on the subject for a while on, on servanthood, um, really relying on his strength, his yes. joy, his love. And I, I've, I've seen these men, folks, um, and they've seen me. When, when someone out there says, you know what, I, I want Jesus, there's no greater high on planet Earth. It gives us so much joy that I kind of contribute it to. I want to get on a rooftop and just shout out and just praise God not only for his grace, but that we get to watch and see what he does. So we love you. We love you. You know, you know Jesus loves you. Be in his mm-hmm. word. And again, hopefully we encouraged you. Um, we'll, we'll, we'll come up with a praise report as to what's going out there on out there with the streets. And I know Gina wants to join us again and a couple folks where you can, you can hear what's going on in their lives. Yes. I, we even have a gentleman that comes out there and he'll come up and say, hey, you give me a sentence and I'll sing. And what he sings is about, is about God. And you give him a scripture, yes, uh, not a scripture, excuse me, uh, yeah, a sentence, he'll do that. So hopefully we can bring him on the show and um, and have a, um, one of the staff or someone from the station here 
give him a sentence that we don't know and see how well he does, folks. So that'd be really great. And, you know, it's not that you're alone. You've got the Holy Spirit that lives in you. Um, and I would really say read where it says in Joshua 1.8, read your Bible continuously so that you will know who God is. But you've got to stop and meditate on it. You know, look up in the word dictionary. It says to think upon it and sit there. And that is one of the greatest things. So and and, and so that's so. And I loved it, what you just finished up with Blaine. It was perfect, you know, and that's what it is. It's the love. I, I didn't have this love before of helping my fellow brothers and sisters. I didn't mind helping them once in a great mile, but it was not continuously. So that's what God's going to do. I do want to give a God. We're running out of time, guys. I do want to give a shout out to our. Our sponsors, um, I would like to tell Goodwill, Kim, thank you out there for helping us. And I really, really appreciate Goodwill giving us a close. And I want to tell Javier, thank you so much and his family that for the burritos that they give out to us uh, that we can help along with the other food that we get. And I do want to appreciate uh, Stephen Forsythe at the Oklahoma Wesleyan Church for helping us. And Jeremy and Tim over Skyline, hey, we really appreciate the help. Uh, folks, we are a 501c3 nonprofit, so we don't take anything. We give it all to the homeless and the needy. And, um, Lord, and if you want to try to get a hold of us, I'll give you our number. Our phone number would be 619-715-6915. Again, that number is 619-715-6915. You can go onto our homepage on the Internet, cornerstonetransitionalhousing.com. And you can get on to that, and um, our phone number's there, too. So, folks, um, I really appreciate you being with us. I just pray that God will bless you throughout your week, and it's sure been a great time to be here through this night. May God bless each and every one of you, and good night. Thank you for joining us on Cornerstone Radio with Pastor John, Pastor Ed, and Blaine Nurse, where they encourage you to think big and act bigger. Join us again next week at this same time as we work together to break the cycle of homelessness, restore hope, and help men and women regain control of their lives. Your generosity, philanthropy, and charitable contributions are always welcome and remarkably make a positive impact on the lives of those in need every day. Take part in making a difference by visiting cornerstonetransitionalhousing.org. That's cornerstonetransitionalhousing.org. This has been Cornerstone Radio with Pastor John, Pastor Ed, and Blaine Nurse on K-Praise. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.